This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, if you've been keeping up with this, you know we do a lot of reviews here now. We got retro reviews of some sort. You know, we got the bad movie roasts, which are kind of retro reviews for mm. bad but fun movies. And then we have the retro reviews that we're starting to do for, what else? Retro reviews, movies from back in the day that you might remember. But recently we've had our partnership at Universal Studios where they wanted us to review specifically films that highlight black excellence for black History Month. And I have to say that we have reviewed some excellent black movies mm-hmm. the last three weeks. It has been a journey of black excellence. Yes. Yeah, Indeed. Yeah. When are white people going to get their money? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just waiting. White excellence. I'm just waiting. <laughs> One day it'll come to us. And you will, man. Mm-hmm. You will. They don't Thank give you. up the fight. Thank man. you. Thank you. Try. Try not to. But this movie that we're about to review right here, it will be the conclusion of our partnership. And this is one that I didn't think we would be able to review at first, but watching it. Now, this is probably the the most lighthearted movie that we've reviewed. Oh, for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. You know, out of all of them. It's a straight up comedy, but it's one that all of you were asking us to do. No, not all of you, but a lot of, of you were asking us to do this before we even started doing these Black History Month reviews. And I'm glad you did because... I'm happy to once again get reacquainted with Undercover Brother. He's cool under pressure. And always in control. He's one brother who works undercover. It ain't no thing. But when a dangerous criminal needs to be stopped. <clears throat> Get me undercover, brother. Criminal meaning whitey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> ma- the man, as he's called. The man, mm-hmm. the dangerous white criminal sure. out there. He's the one to call. Welcome to the brother. Blackness confirmed. You got sold. His mission, to infiltrate the enemy. It's gonna be a very dangerous assignment. You're gonna have to think and act just like an uptight white man with a country club man. Damn, he He got it, man. He, he got it, yeah, he knows the moves. It's approved. There it is, yeah, yeah. Could have fooled me. <laughs> Shit, he almost looked like Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Stevie Wonder in a damn minute challenge person. <laughs> Anton Jackson. And no, I'm not one of the Jackson vibe. <laughs> it's time to unleash our secret weapon. Wow. Uh, so there you go, folks. That is Undercover Brother. If you haven't seen it in a while, stick with us. We're going to talk about this. And we're going to get into a lot of things with this, this movie. You know, we like to do deep dives with this. It's not just a review. It's a discussion. So this movie, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, first of all, this movie, uh, 
It's Black History Month that we're reviewing this for. And we're going to talk about the historic uh, significance of this film, along with a few other things. But just to get started, a little background on, on Undercover Brother. Because if you are as old as uh, Martin and myself, you might have you might have had a, a, a you might have you you might have had a run in with Undercover Brother in a different way mm -hmm. in this movie right here. But this movie came out uh, came out what like a, a 2002. 2002. Mm -hmm. I guess that was about when did uh, Austin Powers come out? 1998? Nine, okay, 98. So this is about... 97. <clears throat> 97. Okay, so this is five years after Austin Powers came out. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because that was also another spy spoof. Now, this came out five years after that, but this... Uh, speaking of Austin Powers, this came out the same year when the third Austin Power movie came mm -hmm. out, which was uh, Goldmember. Where can I find this Goldmember? 1975. <laughs> From Harlem. Yeah, be like, yeah, I don't give a shit anymore. You know, <laughs> went, went to the well one too many times. Yeah, I like the first two movies a lot. I, I, I thought the first one was okay. Mm -hmm. I really liked the second yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. This one, I was like, okay, I like this, this some dog shit. Was with Goldmember. Just like normally they have like a bit, but it was just like, okay. You're not on the microphone. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You might want to put that down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's not a mic. Yeah, <laughs> he came in he like took over too. He should sure did. Fuck this black movie. <laughs> There's only white one white man at DT. That's my job. God damn it. <laughs> Let me tell you about Goldmember. You'll see. This came out at a time when white people. People were actually running cinema. <laughs> well, we were getting good right cinema. <laughs> 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 oh, no, Corey, that Nathan's pretty good. Do we still need Chris? Really? <laughs> 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 you, you blacks don't know no movies. Yeah, control yourself then, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, shut the fuck up. That's a little harsh. Shut the fuck up, please. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's make it polite here. <laughs> We're all gentlemen. <laughs> boy, he, boy, he swatted us. Boy, he kicked that door down. Go, man, bro. Let me tell you. Go on, Tim. He's like a motherfucker. It's all right, man. It's all right. <laughs> Chris is mad. He's like, upstage me like that. I, I was like, man, it's, 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 it's going to be one of those reviews, huh? <laughs> Should I take the mask off? It's Carlos in disguise. Is, it, is that what it is? It's like Mission Impossible, I think. Yeah. I'm surprised you just didn't kick it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> me, me, me. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, Gold Member, man. By the time Gold Member came out in 2002, these. These Austin Power moves, they start to wane just a little they bit. They had one out as welcome. They yeah. should did. But the second one was really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. I had fun with the with, with the Austin Power movies. I didn't care for the, the, the third one. But that's why in 2002, when Austin Power started to kind of fall off a little bit, you know, getting an undercover brother, man, that was nice, man. Mm -hmm. That's what That was a fresh alternative that we had yeah. with that. Um, and it does make for great Black History Month viewing. 
You know, uh, because this actually did make history in a way that a lot of people probably don't still don't realize. Uh, and you and I might know that. Mm -hmm. But the thing with the Undercover Brother that a lot of people don't know is that Undercover Brother was based on a web series, mm -hmm. an animated web series. And that's why I haven't told you the plot to Undercover Brother yet, because, you know, I could tell you, but who better to tell you than Undercover Brother himself? I'm Eddie Griffin, the star of the new Universal film, Undercover Brother. So who is Undercover Brother, you may ask? He is an undercover, super slick hero playing the uptight white-collar worker by day and the undercover crime-fighting brother by night. His mission to free the minds of all America from the grip of the man, the force that keeps us down through the propagation of evil stereotypes. So keep it locked here, and we'll unveil the secrets behind Undercover Brother and the thing that the man doesn't want you to know. Now, this was a... Uh... You have a, a character in the movie who was actually the original undercover brother. Yeah, the voice. Yeah, the voice, uh, Gary Anthony Williams. And it's funny because if you uh, if you go back and, and watch this, you'll actually hear Gary Anthony Williams do Uncle Ruckus in this. Mm. Like he, you know, uh, one of the characters sounds just like Uncle Ruckus. It's the chief of, oh. uh, of Brotherhood. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what are we going to do about this boxer undercover brother? <laughs> you nigga. <laughs> you black son of a bitch. What is this? Rocky three? Yeah, but with a special ending. This one's got Mr. T beating the white out of Stallone. Then flying to Kenya with Talia Shire as his concubine. <laughs> hey, believe me. After that boxer watches this, he won't even be able to fight Quakers. Oh, <laughs> undercover brother, thank God you're on our side. <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely hear Uncle Ruckus in that. Yeah. Uh, now, here's something else that's interesting with this movie. Uh, and Because a lot of people know that uh, some of the talent behind the film, you know, the producers and the writers and whatnot, but also one of the writers and producers of the movie was also the creator and producer and, uh, and and wrote a lot for the uh, the web series. And that's uh, John Ridley. Yeah, he created the web, web series yeah. and wrote those. And then he's credited as one of the writers and the, and the person uh, who provided the story on the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you don't know who John Ridley is. He's a guy that, well, he's written, he's written a lot of things. Uh, he is currently writing Black Panther. Yeah. Oh, really? The, the nice. comic book. Oh. Yeah. Right. But he wrote 12 Years a Slave mm. right here and uh, helped produce that along with a few other things out there. So this makes history, I think, in that this was, uh, I think, now I might be wrong. And please correct me if I am, which you will. But. I think that this is the probably the most successful animated web series to be a movie. Which other ones became movies? Yeah. There are some, but they, you know, and I'll, I'll mention because because I know it was Icebox.com that had these yeah. weekly web series, like almost one a day for a while. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is back in the day, in the '90s and the early 2000s when animated web series were very popular because Flash was making animation easy to produce mm -hmm. and Flash was it was also a web tool. So combining those two, you, did, you had a lot of web series. That's probably why this looks the animation looks so bad <laughs> here because this was the early days when people were just experimenting with Flash and doing things like this. Uh, but yeah, there are. There are, a, there are some uh, web series to become movies. Now, some of them, most of them, probably all of them, except for maybe a couple, went straight to video. And also, most of them were very bad. It's Fred. Yes, I'm going to die. 
The YouTube phenomenon starring in his first movie. I'm so excited! Fred the Movie. If I'm getting food in my body, then there's gonna be no blood in my head, and then my head might fall because there's no blood in it. Don't put that back on. Let that head stay off. Ooh. <laughs> I'll chop my head off <laughs> one or the other that's Fred you ever seen Fred yeah the kids mm -hmm. were really into him until he made that movie and they were like this is <laughs> yep. too far <laughs> yeah it was too much even the kids were like god damn that, that's too much Fred now yeah. we didn't ask for all this Fred <laughs> but yeah Fred was, was given like a limited release in mm -hmm. the theaters I think oh okay uh, okay yeah. all but right not very right. successful I, I guess I was thinking about those uh, those icebox.com animated series because the other one I used to love Undercover Brothers my favorite my second favorite was Queer Duck and Showtime turned that into a series for a little while okay so but that wasn't a movie yeah. well yeah. I think they like they made like a you know a movie but yeah but you know as far as being theatrical release right. Right. oh theatrical no yeah, no no theatrical release is full movie I don't think there's any other out there. So in a way, this has made history by being, you know, the most successful, uh, uh, you know, compared to what they did on the internet, big budget, theatrical released film based on a web series. Uh, so what we're gonna do here, we're gonna talk about with this, as I just mentioned, you know, we're, of course we're going to, uh, we're gonna talk about the film, do a, you know, a, a, a review within our discussion, but also, we're going to talk about the impact of this of this movie right here. I mean, we are doing a retro review for Black History Month, so it must be historical for some reason, and it must have left an impact for some reason. Uh, we're going to talk about how this is aged. You know, again, what's working, what's not working. How has how how things changed since this movie? And there are some very interesting things that have gone down and changed over time. And of course, we'll come in with some uh, fun facts, a little trivia here and there throughout the discussion. So. As you heard Eddie Griffin say, a.k.a. Undercover Brother himself, uh, this is about a black organization called the Brotherhood out to stop the man who's pretty much just spreading racism through ignorance and trying to keep the black culture down by any means necessary. And they're trying to stop him. And one of the people that is their biggest asset right now is Mr. Undercover Brother. Sort of a black James Bond, if you will. Now, when the movie starts, I'm not sure if they, uh, I'm not sure if they, uh, if they did this on purpose, but it's a very interesting choice of music that they chose for the opening credits. Now, it's funny they chose that song for a very pro-black movie because that's a song called Pick Up the Pieces by a group called The Average White Band. <laughs> and they, they, listen, they live up to their name because they look like a bunch of average white dudes. <laughs> yeah. It's funky, man. Yeah, they're Scottish. They're all Scottish, so oh. I don't know if you can get any whiter than that. Yeah. Super but, white. Yeah. But that, that song played heavier on black radio stations than it did. It sure did. It's got soul, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Got soul test. Oh, it's got a lot of soul. Man, I'm Scottish got soul coming out the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> and it's even funny when they get to the movie because they play that song as they are talking about black progress. African Americans enter the 70s with newfound hope. I am somebody. Vibrant leaders emerged and black culture reached this high point, influencing all facets of American life. 
Yeah. <laughs> yep, say it, yep. Say it loud. Say it loud all right. <laughs> and you looked at that beginning, it's like, all right, that's a weird song to play through that. But man, it does give you a good feeling. You're like, hell yeah, man, we brought some good shit to, to it, it, culture, man. Yeah, I mean, they, they were clearly influenced, but you, you can't deny the power of that song. No, not mm. that song and just the power of black culture and its influence on pop culture, man. I was like, damn, we, we man, we, we brought some good shit. And then... Black culture began to lose its distinctive flavor. <laughs> and as the millennium drew to a close, disaster struck. And it's like, oh yeah, that, that, oh, yeah, that happened that, too. That, that, that. <laughs> okay. yeah, don't, don't celebrate too hard. Can't win them all. <laughs> yeah, that's a montage of Urkel and Dennis Rodman and in a dress, all that crazy shit. Uh, that's right, brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's... Listen, what they're, what they're talking about here, it's, it's exaggerated, of course, but I really do like the, the, that beginning right there. I like that beginning because, um, you know, the movie's already showing itself to be a little smarter than the average spoof. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. it's, it's got something to say. You know, it's, it's smarter than the average p- parody out there because it's speaking some truth. You know, black culture is probably the biggest influence in entertainment and on, on, and on pop culture. And that's because it's so edgy, you know. There's even a point where it's nasty, dirty, scary, and then it hits mainstream and it gets watered down, and then <laughs> like, like everything else. Yeah, the same thing happened with punk rock. Yeah, like, no, exactly. Rock, like, rock and roll. Yeah, but I mean, black culture especially though, yeah. because it has such a impact. And then you get brothers doing this, and so, <laughs> <laughs> but it is mainstream. Now, Chris, I don't want you to think that we're gonna keep making jokes that you expect <laughs> because actually, I'm glad that you're here to talk about. This. Oh, okay. Because I, you know, there, there are things that this movie does, and I do want to sincerely get like a white perspective on sure. how you feel about that. I can do that. He's like, I'll be completely honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, listen, I um, I never saw this in the, in the theater, but this film played heavily on rotation on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. And so I remember watching it there for the first time, like all the way through and then just chunks of it for like <coughs> years afterwards yeah. until I just stopped having cable. Uh, and so it's been quite some time since I've seen it, but I always enjoyed the, the movie. I thought it was funny. It reminded me of the Austin Powers films. Yeah, yeah. So that's why exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's almost as if they had the web series. John Ridley was already a successful screenwriter and wanted to get it going. Yeah. And then once Austin Powers was made, he could go like, all right, here's an avenue. Yeah. yeah. As long as we can use this mm-hmm. to do this. Yeah. No, very true. Uh, so all this is happening. You know, it's a good intro for the movie, but all this is happening before we even meet the man himself, undercover brother, which they finally do bring it in style. You know, man, I gotta tell you, I remember back in the day when we saw the, the trailer for this. <clears throat> and I'm all, you know, and I feel bad because we saw Eddie Griffin playing the role, and like, I don't know how this is gonna be, man. And then the moment the movie opened. So I don't know what changed, but the moment the movie opened, I saw him in the opening uh, credits before he even did anything. I'm like, damn, he's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I I was kind of the same way because I was just so used to how the character was in the series. I was like, yeah. Eddie Griffin, really? And then, yeah, once he got going, I was like, all right, this works. It's fine. Yeah. I, I'll shut up. It was like, man, he was he was perfect. I was I'm a, I was upset that he didn't actually have an afro. <laughs> I'm like, man, he's, he looks great in that. Not a lot of people pull out that afro today, but Eddie Griffin was, man. Shit, if I had to grow an afro, that's the one I would want. That nice, fluffy. Just buy Afro. one. What's that? Just buy one. Yeah, man. You know, I bought a lot of Afros. I can't find that one. <laughs> you you got to pay the big bucks. Uh, you should do. You should do. 
Should, I should be undercover brother for Halloween, man. I'm gonna order my. I'm gonna order my. And people gonna be like, "Who are you?" Exactly. <laughs> no, they'll know. They'll know. They'll are, you a, are you a pimp? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get those elevator platforms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, should do, man. I do like how how black positive this starts, you know. Um, but I can also appreciate how the movie's having fun with stereotypes mm. of all kind. Uh, you know, you got undercover brother rolling up with that afro, driving that caddy with the with a big gulp, big gulp of orange soda, man. Showing up. It ain't no thing. Now, see, Chris, this is something you gotta know about us. We love orange soda no, so I know. much. That even when we're about to crash, we will protect that soda like it's a baby, like I, it's our child. I watch Keenan and Kel. I know about the orange soda. You know soda. about the orange soda? <laughs> <laughs> Martin knows what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> but, but we, we'll, we'll take a bullet for grape soda. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. No! <laughs> orange soda, close second. Yeah, orange soda's a close yeah, second. No, I, though, I'm, a, I'm aware of that. I like that you had a big goal. Yeah, I understood. I got it. All that sugar. <laughs> And as the movie continues, it continues to have fun with uh, with stereotypes, man. Uh, and we introduce those stereotypes after we meet the Brotherhood. Uh, that is the secret black version of MI6 or the CIA or something. Yeah, yeah. And pretty much MI6 since this is a Bond takeoff spoof thing, too. Uh, and Brotherhood serves as our only protection against the evil force known as the man. Unbeknownst to Undercover Brother, there was a secret organization dedicated to truth, justice, and the Afro-American way. They had never crossed paths until now. You know what's funny with this? And now maybe I missed something, and maybe it's in the, and maybe it's in the in the web series. But do they ever say what that acronym Brotherhood stands for? Uh, in the movie, no. <laughs> okay. But, and I'm but, glad but, they didn't because it would be as long as a movie to say that. Yeah, exactly. All them letters right there. I feel like they did say that in the in the web series. But maybe once. Yeah. yeah. I, you tell you, when I saw how long it was, like, you know what? I don't want to know. Yeah, right, right, right. We'll be here all day <laughs> saying these damn letters over here. <laughs> and I like this. It's so long. The movie said, fuck it. We're not going to even tell you what it is. Uh, so this is where we start to meet the... Uh, the stereotypes. And the thing with this is that, you know, we, we we always talk about how stereotypes are lazy writing. I mean, here, I think it's appropriate. And also, you know, it's uh, it's somewhat true. So at the Brotherhood, we start getting introduced to different brothers, you know, and who all are named after their personality trait. It's like the Smurfs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you got That's Brady great. Brother and, and Crazy Brother <laughs> and, and Papa Brother. <laughs> like, there he is right there, Papa Brother. <laughs> but uh, the guy who originally was Undercover Brother, Gary Anthony Williams, mm -hmm. he, uh, he plays Smart Brother here. We up and ready? Yes, sir. And I've hacked into the bank security system. And the thing is, it's like, we can say this, this is lazy, but... As black people, we all have made fun of a relative or a friend who's who's smart. Of course. And, and he's, you know, he's corny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that was the thing. It would have been easy to make these these uh, these stereotypes, you know, cartoons. But when each one came on, be like, ah, okay, that's, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I know Either I've like been that guy yeah. or I've made fun of that guy. Yeah, oh, I know somebody like that. Okay. I know somebody like that. We've all had a cousin or a friend that we grew up with who was smart. And because he was smart, we called him nerdy and, mm -hmm. and, and corny. Mm -hmm. And Chad. Chances are he was nerdy. Yeah. 
Why are you leave me alone, guys? I'm trying to read my comics. I'm doing my homework. Uh, also, again, we, we, we know this brother right here. Everybody knows that this is true. Maybe y'all, you know, smart brothers. Some of y'all denying that. Go ahead, you're lying. But you can't lie about the conspiracy brothers. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Everybody knows a Negro that is, that is talking about the Illuminati. Yeah, <laughs> especially, especially if they just got out of jail. Especially they got out of jail, yeah. Talking about Illuminati, talking about the government. You know, mm. shit, I knew more, I knew more, 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 I knew more conspiracies about Obama from black people <laughs> no. than I did from white people back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I heard everything from. Do, do your research, brother. Don't don't don't. Uh, don't just listen to what they tell you. I heard that he wasn't really black. To he's a robot and all kind of shit. I heard all that shit from black people. So that's why I said, man, you call it lazy. I call this appropriate. We have conspiracy, brother. The computer, another idea stolen from the black man. Did y'all know that George Washington Carver made the first computer out of a peanut? Hmm? A peanut! Oh, shut up and get back to work. <laughs> and everybody treats him like, man, shut up. Get your ass on somewhere, man. Go back to work. Go back to sleep. Go home, man. Um, today, that would be called probably woke brother. <laughs> Maybe. Mm. Uh, conscious brothers, uh, but definitely uh, conspiracy brother. And that is played by, as y'all can hear from the voice, that's played by Dave Chappelle. And I got to say, man, that I am so happy that we get, I'm so happy to see crackhead Chappelle again, man. Skinny Chappelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah good, good yeah. Chappelle. Like, like, like he's not actually on crack, but he just looks like it. You know, he's got that skinny body. <laughs> Y'all always talking like this, man. <laughs> you know, today he's got that smoky voice. Right, because, right, right, right. Cigarettes. Thanks to all the cigarettes. Now he's all swollen. He's out there all smooth now. But back in the day, man, <laughs> I was wiry. I was wiry. I was crazy, man. <laughs> Y'all always looking like this, man. That was prime Chappelle. That was, that was yeah, the man yeah, crack. Yeah. Crackhead Chappelle. I miss him. I yeah, miss man, Crackhead I, I Chappelle. Because he was killing it in this. He it, was. You know, it's just so funny. And yeah, just, just every time he comes on, you're like, what's he going to say next? And yeah. his delivery just <sighs> like takes every line and pushes it to two levels above. And just his physical acting, too. Like, he was on yeah. the computer. He's always like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like that. It's just something like that. Yeah, man, I'm timing. I'm timing. <laughs> Crack Chappelle is my favorite, mm -hmm. man. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> you know, and it's amazing how far Dave Chappelle has come because, yeah. I mean, he was in everything. Dave Chappelle worked his ass off. Now, he say sure what did. you want to say about him today, but he was in all these movies. He was, you know, in uh, the, the Nutty Professor and mm -hmm. did that, you know, did his own movie, Half Baked. Uh, uh, Half -baked. And everybody thought, like, man, this guy's funny. And, we would all hope for him to have the best, but I don't think anybody ever predicted. Well, probably some people did, but none of us ever predicted. He'd be it wasn't until he did a show that yeah. everybody was like, "Whoa, yeah, I didn't know this guy show. had this in." That's where he blew up on the yeah. on the Chappelle show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. It's, 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 this is one of the interesting things where we see how far things have come with mm -hmm. uh, and how things have changed. Yeah, like I, listen, I could have seen Dave Chappelle getting big, yes, but actually physically big. <laughs> <laughs> I never would have thought Out that. of this world. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, not yeah, a realm yeah, of possibilities. Yeah, him being skinny and wiry and, and crazy was kind of his brand. Yeah. yeah. Nowadays, all mellow and smooth yeah. and everything. And I'm just like, man, wake up. <laughs> wake up. Wake up. Wake up, Dave. Wake up, Dave. And smoke some more crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel bad. Wake that up, man. That bad falling right out. <laughs> oh, oh, I love Dave Chappelle, though. He's, he's so funny in this, man. Um, you know, uh, I, I, the setup of the movie is very clever, I thought. 
Mm -hmm. I thought it was pretty yeah. good, it's man. Fun. It's it's in story and in style. What you saying? No, it's fun. Yeah, no, it is fun. I think it sets up the characters very well. You know, uh, before working with the agency, undercover brother already he was already like a hood hero is what they say mm. the, they actually call him the robin hood of the hood in the movie for his opening <laughs> song um he's got you know he's got spy skills of his own uh <laughs> so at the beginning of the movie he goes to this bank disguised as an old man to help low-income homeowners man he's like erasing their records or something and at that moment the movie's already starting to feel like a takeoff not only of james bond but mission impossible yes. yeah. also but the action that we get with this man, they, they captured in the style. This is what I like about this. They they actually captured the style in the in the form of like a, a 70s spy show or a black exploitation movie. Mm -hmm. You know, they have these moments where, like in black, especially in black exploitation movies, like they hit somebody so hard they want to freeze the frame. <laughs> so you see how hard they just got knocked the fuck out right uh -huh. then. Headquarters. Is there another agent on this case? Hell no! <laughs> That's an appropriate answer for a black chief. Hell no! <laughs> and you couldn't have picked a better actor to play the black chief. Yeah, what's that guy's name? Chief McBride, or I don't know, maybe it's Shy McBride. I don't know yeah, and he was, uh, I think he got chosen by, uh, was it Malcolm D. Lee, mm -hmm. who directed this, who also directed the recent Space Jam. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Space Jam, he's, New he's Legacy. Spike Lee's what, cousin? cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this guy was also in Roll Bounce. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's, yeah, but this director also did Roll Bounce. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Also, like how they, they show you in the beginning, they say, "Look, we're gonna take, we're gonna ease into it," but the beginning shows you just how silly potentially this movie's gonna get. Yeah, I, I laughed at that X-ray. Yeah. And you, I love that X-ray. And again, Chappelle sold it. Yeah. Sold it yeah. right there. Popa! This guy can just say, I, I would. I want old Chappelle just to say words, man. His delivery. Yeah, I can just great. go on stage and just listen to him to say words. Mm -hmm. Me! Mm -hmm. <laughs> the dictionary could do that. <laughs> um, what I love in that scene also is that Undercover Brothers Afro is so big that there are moments where they have to like put it in CG. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit turns it's, it turns into an animated cartoon. And that cartoon yeah, 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 looks right. good though. <laughs> Squatch and stretch. <laughs> Y'all laughing at Man, speaking of uh, stereotypes, uh, the Black Chief. That's all he's known as a movie, Chief. Uh, he he was so funny to me, man. Just the, the the lines that he would say were funny, but I loved him, especially, again, when he's picking on Chappelle, man. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah he's, <laughs> Chappelle just gets on his nerves. Smart brother, if you so damn smart, why don't you explain what the hell just happened? What, 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 what? It did, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> man, you remind me of somebody's daddy so much. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell you doing, boy? <laughs> I love, I love, what's his name, Chief McBride? I love this yeah. guy. What, 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 what? It did, it did. If I wanted to hear something stupid, I'd have asked this skinny black ass. <laughs> In your 
So you you know you uh you, you see all the stereotypes they have in here and whatnot. There's a lot of stuff that they do that's spoofing black exploitation with those stereotypes and you know they they're doing you know some they ain't doing the, the deepest writing but it, I I will say that while they're doing all that they they are still paying respect to black exploitation. Yeah. You know they're spoofing it but they still it's an homage. Yeah. No, it is. Oh, that's the other thing. This black chief too, man. <laughs> So he's so stereotypical that there are moments when he just start spouting off li- like this cl- these cliche lines mm-hmm. that a police chief would yell, mm-hmm. even when they don't make any sense. Where the hell have you been? Hey. Let me tell you something. They left him by himself too. Where the hell have you been? Let me tell you something. This is a job, not some kind of damn summer camp, and I'm tired of you disrespecting me. Give me one good reason why I shouldn't fire your sorry ass. Because I don't. Work for you? Shut up! And <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's funny about that? I'm like, he didn't work for him when, yeah. I, when I saw this. Like, it makes sense. I uh, don't make sense. But yeah, man, you know all these cliches in here. But just because it's doing that doesn't mean that it's you know when it's spoofing, it's not paying respect to black exploitation. And that's the thing sometimes, man. When you do a parody or, or, or a spoof, you walk in this this line sometimes mm. of making it of not punching down on what it is that you're actually spoofing. You know, and, and this is definitely not doing that. And I and and you can tell that they have respect for it because there's just little details that get in here mm-hmm. where they play it straight. And so they have the opening titles where they, you know, that's we well, you already saw the the title of the movie, but they made an opening title for the character. Yeah. And they do it in 70s black exploitation style. And for the most part, you know, there's some funny imagery here and there, but for the most part, they're playing that pretty straight. Here's the plan. He's got to fight the man. And he's looking fine when he goes ahead to head. Well, said he's like medallion, and it stands for pride. What was wrong with that boy's hair? <laughs> <laughs> that black Eddie Monster shit he got with <laughs> Even Nathan was like, God, what is wrong with that poor black boy's hair? I thought it was a little girl at first with a, yeah, with a bad purr. And it stands for pride. Truth and justice be your guide. Please. Ah, he does it good. He's a Robin Hood of the hood. Hey, hey, Solid. <laughs> I like that opening, man. Well, it, it, and the thing is, when you talk about it, it, it paying homage to the black exploitation movies, a lot of times the theme song would be a song about the the guy, the person, right. like like mm-hmm. the 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 Mac, mm-hmm. the Superfly. Uh, Truck Turner. It's all singing their legend and telling you like, this is the badass dude you yep. about to see. That's, no, that's very true, and, man. And the, to the other thing you you mentioned, yeah, you get, you know, you have only a small collection of movies like, but this, I'm gonna get you sucker, Black Dynamite. Yeah. That while they were parodies of the black exploitation movies, they clearly had a love for them because they throw in so much <laughs> detail and references, as opposed to Goldmember, that was just a bunch of like, <laughs> weren't the '70s stupid. Let's let's look at how stupid the seventies were. It's like, all right, you're just using this for comedy fodder. You, yeah, you have no connection to what's going on here. You know what happened with this movie? The movie started going more into like bathroom humor and things like mm-hmm. that too, and sex. It was, it was not really paying 
Because when you spoof something, you know, you, you, you got to pay attention to the details of what it is that you're doing. You just can't put in broad, nasty humor. Yeah, yeah. It would, it would stick to those. Would st it got to where it would stick to its premise for about 20 minutes and then go like, all right, now we're just going to uh, do jokes and yeah, bathroom humor. And it was all, you know, this it was also spoof like things that were popular at that time. Yeah. Instead oh, of sticking to his theme of being in the 70s. That's always been the Mike Myers thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but. But no, this is uh this is actually doing doing a lot of great things here, man. I thought as far as, you know, spoofing the black exploitation genre. Uh also something that's going on with that title m less than what you're saying cuz you're saying all the all these black exploitation movies they had to sing about the dude to tell how badass he was. They also did that in a way that's it's just slightly is doing what a James Bond movie does where they give you an intro yeah. of Bond and they sang his praises mm -hmm. and whatnot. He used the man. It's my favorite Bond song. <laughs> yeah, he used the man. Uh, <laughs> but I say that because not only are they setting him up as a black exploitation James Bond, but uh, funky black exploitation James Bond, but you know, they, they, they're, they're doing so down to giving him like Bond-like villains. Mm. Yeah. Complete with the man, I love it that the man is a specter organization. <laughs> right down to having their own island. The man. <laughs> now, that, this is one of the problems I do have with the movie. Uh, I thought Chris Catan. That's Chris Catan as what, Mr. Feather? Feather. Yes, yeah, uh, Feathers. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. even that's a reference because Feather was the villain in Three the Hard Way. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that, man. Wow. Way to go, man. But yeah, Feather. But Chris Catan, first of all, they don't do much with the, the whole thing of him with a feather. That's kind of just dropped after a while. And Chris Catan, I thought he was pretty, he was pretty good. You know, he works for the man. He's... You know he's uh, he's he's the arch nemesis here of uh, of 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 undercover brother, and when he started out, I thought he played that you know the the typical you know uh, smarmy kind of kind of with a British accent mm. <laughs> James Bond villain. I want the White House to stay white. Eliminate him. But sir, if we kill him, we'll only be making him a hero. Do you have a better idea? Our friends at Multinational Inc. have been developing a new drug with some very interesting side effects. You know, I thought he was, I thought he started out pretty good, man. <clears throat> I think as the movie goes on, he, you know, the whole act is dropped and that'd be fine if it was done for some effect. Uh, but, you know, he just starts doing Chris Catan. I, I feel yeah. like he's the, the thing in this movie that doesn't work. Yeah. He, he, he was yeah. miscast. And yeah, where he goes with it. And it's like, man, you're on a different page from everybody. <laughs> and it seems like he has a lot of scenes where he's not interacting with everybody else. That is not, true. Not even with his bosses. There's just scenes where he's just left to do Chris Catan. Let's get it funk up on the fun up on up in this dancery. We got y'all open now, you floating, so you got to dance for me. Come on, everybody. You know, this is this is Chris Catan, all right. This is this is not anything else. That's yeah, him doing his own thing. What am I doing? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You tell us. Mm -hmm. 
anything you want to input here? No, no. Like his whole shtick in the in the movie just seems to be like I'm the white guy, but I actually like black culture. Yeah, yeah. Like occasually indulge in it, and then he's like, no, and he has to fight his nature. You know, yeah, like, that is soul. So that, you know, see, that's, that, that's it. That's all he kind of serves his purpose. For. And if they played that up more, it might be fun. But he's just he, yeah, he's just ad libbing a lot, man. You know, just I said, they just leave him, leave him to do what he, you know, just Chris Catan things. But, you know, maybe if you talk to him, he might be like, hey, they had me in it and they didn't give me any direction. So that's true. I, I had to make it up. That's true. Because it's not like I don't like Chris Catan. I do. It's just I've seen him do all this stuff in other movies and it didn't seem to like be any different here. Uh, I tell you what. It's very interesting to see how times have changed with this movie. Because uh, 2002, that was at the time of this recording. That's 21 years ago. So over two decades old, man. And of course, technology has changed over 20 years. Of course, today that would be a cell phone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> those cameras have come back big time. Yeah. But, oh, hipsters oh, or yeah. something like that? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. no, I, I know hipsters have done that, but I'm saying today that would be a cell phone that oh, someone would oh, have. Absolutely. Right. But also in 2002, I don't think people walked around with Polaroids like this back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. In 2002, <laughs> 2002, I would give it to you maybe it was like 78 yeah, or something yeah, like that, yeah, but not yeah. 2002. Yeah, everybody had the Kodak Instamatics. Yeah, they mm, sure did. Yeah. Um, also at the time, now, this is 2002. So at the time, the notion of a black president still felt far off. Sure. Uh, it, we, now, six years later, who would have known? But it, at the time, it felt like it would be another 50 years before we'd have a black president, if we had one at all. And also, that was something that you only saw in movies. This is six years before Obama. And in this movie, you have Billy Dee Williams, who plays a general. In the movie, he's a strong contender to be the first black president. There's growing speculation that former defense secretary and war hero, General Warren Boutwell, will run for president. He is considered the first African-American with a legitimate chance of winning. Wendy? Yeah, he is a strong candidate, Chuck. He's so well-spoken. I've noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a Chris Rock joke. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, and he's, it's refers to Colin Powell, who I imagine right. Billy D. Williams was supposed to be in right, the movie. Right, right, right. And there, there was some talk like, well, if he ran, maybe. Yeah. And it was like, nah. no. Nah, nah. <laughs> and that's what, yeah, everybody thought like, man, you light skin. Shit, half the people probably think you white anyway. So <laughs> they vote for you by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and that way, he does look white. Yeah, I think yeah. he did it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, you know, now, I know that it's, it's what I'm about to say here is it's part of the story, but I, man, they did Billy Dee where it was wrong. <laughs> I, I thought he was hilarious. No, like, no like it, he, really, he, he really dived into yeah, it. He committed. Man, yeah. it's wrong, but it's funny as hell. It, <laughs> I mean, they turned, up, they turned him to some straight up coonery. <laughs> <laughs> but as I said, it's part of the story. He was, they, I mean, I'm glad he did it, but damn, man. Because <laughs> he goes from being so dignified <laughs> to coonery, man. Shock coonery. Yeah. <laughs> So through mind control, the man, as you heard earlier, they, they, they want to keep the White House white and they cannot have this upstanding black man that everybody trusts, who is not a stereotype, get voted in. So what do they do? Well, they turn him into the biggest black stereotype <laughs> that they can. I am proud to announce that I will be 
opening a chain of fried chicken restaurants. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I was cringing, but he has some of the funniest lines in the movie. And he has some of the, man, during his his fried chicken phase during this, this movie, he has some of the best delivery on those lines. They say you should always do what you know, and what I know is good fried chicken. Oh, yes, ma'am. General, don't you think your supporters in the African-American community will be particularly disappointed? Not after they taste the general fried chicken. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) And man, he's he's having a, Billy D. Williams is having a blast. Uh Uh-huh. They must have gave him some good chicken. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's having he doesn't know he's having a good time playing this part of the movie. Will there be side dishes? I love that. Will there be side dishes? There's a party close out like, oh, what about dessert? <laughs> Will there be side dishes? Sweet potatoes, black eyed peas, mashed potatoes, <laughs> macaroni, <laughs> cornbread, and the general special hot sauce. <laughs> Man, he's having too good of a time. <laughs> so old evil ass laugh. <laughs> Last time I heard him laugh that hard was when he was slinging malt liquor. <laughs> At Colt 45. Then <laughs> um, he do keep, reference the malt liquor. In he does. Oh, that's see, that's the thing. It keeps getting mad. It gets worse. <laughs> it follows him forever. It gets. <laughs> the movie said, "Man, we already being racist. Let's just go all the way." And for a limited time only, order an eight-piece nappy meal. Nappy meal! Nappy. <laughs> <laughs> I like what you said, nappy. Oh, Colonel. You can. General. The, I'm General. sorry. The General's General. coming for the Colonel. Oh, yes. that's right. That's part of the marketing. Colonel, the General's coming. And for a limited time only, order an eight-piece nappy meal and get a 32-ounce malt liquor absolutely free. Boy, he put that emphasis on nappy too. <laughs> nappy meal and get a malt liquor. Boy, boy, it's a whole racist-ass moment of the movie. I was like, I know, it, y'all, I know y'all joking, but damn. Pull back, man. Did you laugh? I should have. Yeah, yeah. I laughed. And got hungry as hell too. I said, I'm going to taste your belt. I said, shit, I, I, that nappy meal sound good. That sound good. You be buying, yeah, yeah. We be frying. General's chicken, the best chicken in the world. Yeah, yeah. Make friends and fire. He hungry, man. (laughs) That's racist as fuck, but I'd eat it. (laughs) I'd eat the hell out of Nappy Mill, man. I feel bad about it, but I'd eat the fuck out of it, man. I'd feel deliciously bad about it. Sure. Especially right now. But it did get to a point when I said, man, I said, all right, that's enough. Introducing the Nappy Meal from GFC. This chicken is the bomb. <laughs> At the oh. we do chicken right off. Oh, not the cartoon <laughs> blacker face. No. And look at him, look at him on the... He don't even have hair like that. He got a big ass afro on the, on the bucket. Right. Well, it's a nappy meal, man. It's a nappy meal. You gotta meal. have it, yeah. <laughs> How many part pieces of, of chicken are in that bucket? Yeah, that's a lot. Damn. <laughs> that's why he's gonna outsell the criminal. <laughs> Yeah, how big is that? What's that hairpiece just showing from the top? What's, the, what's down below? Either those, either those are small drumsticks, or that's a huge ass bucket. Right. I got that chicken in. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> it ain't right, but I, I got hungry as hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, almost made me want some Hello Fresh, man. Ah, there it was. There we go. There we go. God damn it. I can't have a nappy meal, but I can have Hello Fresh. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, listen, y'all don't want to eat that nappy meal. That's racist and bad for you. Let me give you something non-racist and good for you. Get that, get that Hello Fresh over here, man. A lot of you talking about, you know, and, and this year, I, I, I promise you. Note to self, self, I promise you, I'm gonna eat right. I'm gonna stop eating all this junk. And not only that, but I'm gonna stop spending so much money on food. I'm gonna stop going out so much. I'm gonna do all of that. But who can help me? <laughs> Why Hello Fresh got you on all of that, man? Because HelloFresh is an easy way to eat well and save money and time at the same time. You know, with HelloFresh, it's not only is it fast and easy. Yes, it is fast and easy even to cook, but also it's very affordable. And I'm not talking about they're giving you fast food quality type things. Either. They're giving you quality recipes, ingredients delivered from farm to your kitchen right to your door. As I said, you save time with HelloFresh because you're skipping all that time going to the grocery store, going to the checkout lines, and they also have meals that are fast and quick to, to fix. You got meals that you can make within 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 15 minutes, and all of it good for you too. And don't think that they just send you something. You got to cook it. You know, whatever. It ain't like a surprise bag. You know, whatever you get, you, you got to make it. <laughs> it's not like that. You have a, you have a, a choice of what you want to make. A lot of variety with HelloFresh. HelloFresh, they got over like 40 different recipes that you can get, that you can actually mix and match. You know, if you uh, want a veggie meal, then they have veggie meals that you can make. You want, a, you want a meal heavy on the meat? They got that too. What if you want to mix it up a little bit? You can do all that. And it's not just meals that are for dinner. You know, you got to get, they got things for parties now. You know, Super Bowl just, uh, just happened. You're mm -hmm. like, damn, man, you know, had to run out, get all these party trays and everything. If you had HelloFresh, could have had that delivered right to your door, along with desserts and all kind of stuff. They even got meals that you can make with your kids. Oh, look at the children over there. Think about the children. Look at the children. I know if you... I was always worried about your, your child burning down the kitchen trying to cook. <laughs> they got meals that you can help them cook with, man. And when I tell you they have quality meals that you can make, I mean, I, I really mean it. They have things like seared steak and potatoes, Southwest pork and bean burritos, falafel, power bowls, all kinds of stuff. As you can see, as I told you, a lot of variety, a lot of variety, as I said. HelloFresh gives you 40 recipes to choose from, anything to fit your lifestyle. And as I told you, you can customize those each week, adding a different thing. So if you don't, you know, you're trying to eat more healthy, you don't have to just dive straight into it. You know, you can kind of keep the diet you had a little bit. You know, if you're trying to eat more veggies, you don't have to like just go cold turkey in there. You know, uh, it's, you mix it up a little bit with a little meat and you're ready to have that whole veggie meal. HelloFresh got you. Do I have you? I sure do. You look, your mouth watering right now. You're talking about how can I get this Hello Fresh? Well, I get, not only am I going to get this to you, I'm going to tell you how to get it, but also I'm going to tell you how to get it with 65% off. Ooh, I know. 
No, now you, now I got your attention. I had your appetite going. Now I got your attention. Go to HelloFresh.com slash DoubleToast65 and use the code DoubleToast65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Free shipping too? Free shipping and 60, over half off. Wow. For all this quality food over here. I made HelloFresh. I should tell you, I, I, they, they still send me stuff, man. I, and I'm, I'm not a cook. I'll tell you that right now, but I've been cooking and I'm cooking my ass off with HelloFresh. And hey guys, I haven't told you this in a while, but you know, if you, you got a lady coming over or something, you want to impress them, pull out that HelloFresh, start cooking something. You know what I'm talking about. Throw away the bags now. Don't let them see that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you start whipping up a little something in the kitchen, they will be very impressed. I'm telling you. So that is H-E-L-L-O-F-R-E-S-H dot com slash double toasted 65 that is d-o-u-b-l-e-t-o-a-s-t-e-d and that's the number 65 use that to get 65 percent off plus free shipping when you enter that code double toasted 65 i want to thank hello fresh america's number one meal kit for sponsoring this portion of the show and i want to thank all of you for your support out there as usual all right so i'm talking about how racist this is right here but of course they're making fun of racism yeah Yeah. racism they're, they're proving a point with it uh but the movie's not afraid to call people out. A lot of those people being white, and I and I will tell you this. And this is what I want to get your opinion from. Okay, I can see it. I can see. I'm not saying that they would be right, but I can see some white people getting offended when watching certain parts of this. see white people like now come on that's a gosh darn it that's enough we love poker <laughs> how dare you show that that's ours <laughs> you're like now god damn it we ain't that corny okay come on now a little much <laughs> yeah it's, yeah I'll, you know, i can see people well, i get it right. it's part of the joke yeah yeah, yeah. And, I, and listen i'm gonna i'm gonna back up what they're doing right because I, I you know i want to hear what you have to yeah, say yeah about yeah this. make it stop make it stop <laughs> I see white people. It's too much. Too much. Caucasian overload. So, you know, I want to get how. Because I can see some people watching this and being like, I get it. It's funny. But how do you really feel when you watch something? <laughs> how you really no, feel? no. I mean, it's supposed to be comedic. I'm not, I'm not offended. I feel like I mean, if anyone's like offended by that, I think that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. If you're, you're looking to be offended at that sure. point. I mean, they're, you know, they're, yes, they're they're indulging, but they're also, you know, riffing on stereotypes. Oh, and, and, uh, uh, um, uh, but yeah, in any case, um, you know, yeah. No, it's, it's, I, you know, and I'll, I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you something, man. Um, so you're right. I don't think anybody can really get offended at that because, you know, yeah, the movie's calling out a lot of people and a lot of those people being white people, but the movie really calls the hell out of black people. Hell yeah, it does. I mean, <laughs> half this movie is finger pointing at black people. You. <laughs> Your black ass. Yes, I'm talking about you. I mean, and they call our brothers hard on this, man. So Undercover Brother, the reason why he's doing this, he's in training because now he has to infiltrate a corporation. That's an extension of the man. And so he goes in disguised as a non-threatening black guy who goes by the name of Anton Jackson. Today's my first day at Multinational. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Who let you through the door? <laughs> Jackson. Anton Jackson. And no, not one of the Jackson Five. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> That's the thing they talked about, and sorry to bother you. You have to speak as if you don't have a care in the world. <laughs> and I can tell you that brother does not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by golly. <laughs> like everything he says like has to be followed by golly. <laughs> Do you remember that airplane when they, when one of the brothers said, shit, them, them job talking brothers, yeah, they yeah. translate, trans <laughs> shit, at the bottom it said, golly. <laughs> um, so it's when he infiltrates this corporation. Now, here's what they really call brothers out, man. I knew some brothers were sweating when they went to go see this. They call brothers out because uh, when he infiltrates this corporation, that's where he meets Black Man's Kryptonite. White Yeah, you, you, you couldn't get better casting. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I mean, look, brother, I was weak too, man. <laughs> Must fight. White kryptonite. Oh. oh, that's adorable that you make it seem like it would be a struggle. <laughs> I was trying to. Uh, I didn't say how long it lasted. Acting. <laughs> yeah. It was about 30 seconds. Like, oh, well, I tried. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Take me, yeah, man. Uh, that's and that is uh, what's her name? Denise, Denise Richards. Richards. Denise Richards, who's more convincing in this spy film, a spoof, than she was in an actual <laughs> spy film. Where they tried to make us con convince us that she was a, 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 a what is it, a nuclear physicist or something? Named Christmas. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. No. Fucking yeah, yeah, it's very insulting. Get the fuck out of here. Ain't no, no, no one bought that <laughs> shit. She didn't buy that shit. <laughs> She's like, are you sure? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and when she meets undercover brother, boy, she lays it on thick, too. What the hell? So sorry. Let, let me help you. And let me tell you something, man. That is a trap. That that's that's a that's a a, a a trap that's always set up by white women, man. Dropping papers. So if you a black dude and you see a white woman drop her papers just out of if she all of a sudden just gets clumsy out of nowhere, she's trying to trap your ass. Run. Get away. I would have never guessed it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's how that girl tried to get Idris Elba, man. Yeah, I, just, I thought that was the first thing I thought when I saw that again. I was like, wait a minute, we just saw this. Yeah, shit, that is that is a white woman trap right there. <laughs> so if you if you around and you see a bitch drop her papers, you better run. <laughs> just step back don't, and watch it. Yeah, don't do not do not pick up one sheet. Get the hell out of there. Entrapment. <laughs> that's what that shit is. <laughs> And they are not letting black dudes off easy at all, man. Because they know you're getting off on these white girls. <laughs> they, say, they know. They say, don't, don't look at this and act like you above this. You know you be looking at these white girls, too. There is good and bad. In everyone. <laughs> 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 you even heard it be like. <laughs> That's how you know you busted when you look stupid like that. <laughs> Listen to this brother, man. He actually put the tee hee hee in. 
<laughs> when that chop jaw start hanging out, <laughs> you guilty, man. <laughs> Shit, you lucky you just got tapped. You lucky to get that damn bottle inside your head. <laughs> It'll come later. <laughs> uh, like I said, man, you know, everybody getting it. Everybody getting it in here, white and black. And the thing is, neither one of us can argue with it because it's all true. All that... <laughs> I mean, I ain't, I ain't trying to disrespect black women out there at all. Dudes just dudes just look at anybody. True. Shit, so I'm sorry. There's a fine-ass white chick that we're going to look at just like this. There's a fine-ass blue chick right there. <laughs> you know, we're going to look at anybody more like quit a lot. But, uh, so they got us, man. You know, movie got us. We can't argue with it. Brothers out there. Like, if you went to go see Undercover Brother with your white girlfriend, that was probably a very awkward moment watching this movie. But, like I said, white people can't get mad either because they hit it. They, well, they nailed it. I didn't think it was true until I met you. Oh. Mm, I made us some sandwiches. Extra mayo for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they exaggerated that shit until I met you. That is the right, right amount. Right? That is the right amount. Right? Yeah. I always looked at it and laughed like, oh, come on. Hey, mayo is, it tastes good. Yeah. And nobody puts that much on until <laughs> right. I met yeah. Chris Herman. I saw the movie and I was just like, I mean, I don't see what's so funny. I mean, that's, that's, that's the right amount that you're supposed to put on. You know. In fact, it could use more. And you might have some additional you know, size oh. of it. I was getting sick watching this part. <laughs> the sound effects of <laughs> this this movie created the bias against man. I think I think it started. Here. No, I, no, no, brother, no, 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 man. Listen again. It no. proliferated because of this movie. Might have okay. been there, but you know it proliferated. I'll give you that yeah. because up to this point, I was like, oh, do people not like man? Oh no! But by the time I was done, I was like, yeah, I can see how it's gross. Right. This movie doesn't make you look like like oh, man. man. When, I, when I saw this movie. Yeah. I saw certain parts, like the scene I'm about to show, I saw it like, yes, that is so true. <laughs> Have a bite of this uh, sandwich. And how did you know I was hungry? I ain't eat nothing this morning. You're <laughs> 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 to kill me. If you're going to pass in white America, you are going to have to learn to like mayonnaise. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, yes. Mm -hmm, you gotta do it. I'm not the only one. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at that scene. I was getting sick, but I said, you know who's not? Man, I was like, yeah, yeah. putting a sandwich, but then pizza, you can do yeah. anything you want. Yeah, it can be going Chris, any food, any Chris, food group. I know, Chris Hellman. It's at the yeah. top. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure you're like, hey, 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 it's going to drip. Let me just catch that right there. Ah, oh, there you go. Yeah, 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 you got to do that. Get don't, don't waste it. Yeah, he eats it with cantaloupe and uh, Yeah, do it, yeah, yeah, fruit, vegetables, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sweet and savory, that's what you can do. You put wait, in cake. Wait, wait, no, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Please, please, you, you, you serious right now? Yeah. Am I joking? Does it look like I'm joking? Right. <laughs> Martin, he said, does it look like I'm joking? Yeah, look at that. I, I need to believe that you are joking. You you don't, it's going to be a mystery. <laughs> yeah, you we'll you, you don't eat this shit, Martin. We got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man, I forgot that. When up. you're a poor college student, mayo can be applied to everything. <laughs> mayo and tomato but, sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah, it's see that's twenty years. Yeah, see, that's your white friend right there. Twenty years. <laughs> all right, yeah, all right. It's been corroborated. Look, I hate it. So you, you a mayonnaise person too? 
took me 20 years, literally 20 years where I had that with some, you know. But you your know, DNA some, finally kicked in. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I, I, I knew what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> Never that much, though. <laughs> I don't fuck your man. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is like, I'm on mic right now. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, know you're, I know you're trying to get in every other, you know, couple of minutes, but I'm I'm on mic right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Very much so. I, am I was like, so go ahead and stay over there. I was like, Nathan, please stop. Cause this, I, he, I saw his eyes. I'm like, he's about to explode. <laughs> I was throwing, 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 throwing me off my, no. throwing me off my game the entire time. I know, you know during the entire. Right. I know, I know, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Nathan, let, let, let He's, he's trying to, he's trying to concentrate, man. So let's, let's not interrupt him over here. Yeah. I was trying to like. I was trying like nothing was happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I get you, man. Yeah, you, you understand yeah, where yeah, I'm coming I from. I do. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. no. You understand I, too, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. No, absolutely. I'm blowing up okay. like you have. Yeah. No, I completely get you. That's yeah. why I, when I saw those eyes, first of all, I recognize when you about to blow up. Yeah. But then I've had those eyes where I've been like, I'm about to kill this motherfucker. Man. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know what? It was worth it for that life. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a good one. Yeah, <laughs> thank like, you, Damn. thank you. For somebody who said that game was thrown off. <laughs> pretty quick on your I'm trying to get it back, I'm trying to get it back. Let's <laughs> 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 all take a drink. Uh, <laughs> I think that's how we got here. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said this town ain't big enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is good, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've nobody, no one's noticed. I, I haven't noticed you being off your game. I haven't either. Yeah, no, you've been fine. You've been fine. But I get being distracted. I, I I'd be a hypocrite if I told you you weren't you weren't right for losing your, your cool. Thank there. you. Uh, but. I forgot that there were certain people in this movie, man. Because I hadn't seen this in years. And I liked this movie when it came out. Yeah, I liked it a yeah, lot. Yeah, same here. But I forgot this, all the cameos they had in here. Uh, I forgot James Brown mm -hmm. was in this. I did too. Hello, Mr. James Brown. <laughs> got him to do his own shtick. That, that was a good place to put it in. It was perfect. They got him. They, they got him to do his 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 his, uh, his shtick. They got him to do his his catchphrases. They got him to do his man. They got him to get up and do his whole routine. Mm. That lie. Yeah, he was, man, he was he had it, man. Mm -hmm. I was lucky enough to see James Brown uh, you? before he died. Where, ACL? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, Irwin Center. When he oh, was nice. In. I went with Van Garrett. Oh, okay. Wow, yeah. that was a long time ago. It was a long time ago, man. And he was, I mean, he was moving then just like he is right now. Like the way you did look yeah. cool whip. <laughs> I know, like you would have a, a lariat. Okay, I laughed at that part with Chris Catan. I thought that was, that was kind of funny because it kind of caught me off guard. You know, if they did that movie today, it'd be Ken Jong playing that that role. Oh man, <laughs> that's they sh it sure would, mm -hmm. and he'd be doing his black woman impressions mm -hmm. the whole movie. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, James Brown in here is uh, is none other than Undercover Brother. I want to get up and do my thing now. Go that cartoon apple <laughs> coming out. <laughs> I got you. Oh. 
you know, man, those security guards ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, yeah, they don't got any standing there. They just, they just stand there and look going, Ooh, oh, what? <laughs> they had that scene where he was uh he was on his uh those hot those hot tops, those escalator boots, uh-huh. or whatever, and they just watched him. They didn't yep. shoot him or anything. Yeah, they just like, huh? Also, like when you see the James Brown mask. Also, like it looks nothing like James Brown, just like a. <laughs> random, oh, random oh, black dude passing a, yes. yeah, random black dude passing a kidney stone or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it looked like one of them, like one of those people from the Wiz, but at the sweatshop. Right, 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 <laughs> like we right. saw last week. Um, and I forgot that Neil Patrick Harris was in this man, who actually he had some funny lines and, and he had some funny delivery too. Son, you talk a lot of shit. Yes, I do. <laughs> he's the intern at Brotherhood and he's there because of affirmative action. Right. Son, you talk a lot of shit. Yes, I do. But you down. What? I'm like, Calm your ass down. <laughs> That's me every time I walk into DT Studio. Yeah. <laughs> every time. Actually, that's because you're down, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, that's, yeah. How, that's how Chris and I met. <laughs> Son, you talk a lot of shit. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. Well, Chris, shit, why don't you join the show, yeah, man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let go, Chris, let go. <laughs> uh, now, I will say this. I think. I still like the movie. And as you can see, I mean, given what's going on today, you know, the movie still has a lot of significance because a lot of this movie is about, you know, being proud of black culture, being proud of your history. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this and this came out in 2002, over 20 years ago. So this was very bold for you know what it was doing at the time. Sure. You know, this was a very proud black movie that released by Hollywood and was not a struggle movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a black yeah, movie right. with a black yeah. voice. Yeah. Yeah. True. yeah and, um, you know, you you know, you hardly saw movies like this. It helped that it was a mid-tier or you know, mid mid-budget uh, comedy. So, and that helped. But it was it's a strong black movie, man. This, you know, un- underneath all the comedy. Now, I will say that some of that probably gets derailed a little bit because as the movie goes along, the movie gets sillier. Yeah, it's a thing with comedy uh, movies is that at some point. You have to come back to the plot you set up at first. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of times that just makes things go, all right, well, it's not yeah. as good as it was. Yeah. And you're, you're trying to move it along. I get it. I would say that as the movie goes along, it gets very silly and it's not as strong as it was when it was, had its opening. Uh, I still like the movie, but and, and even at the, those silly parts, I, I laugh pretty hard. I mean, because some of it is just so absurd and ridiculous. This golf chase, this golf cart chase, right? They had a whole golf cart chase, and it's it's stupid because anybody can hop off and run after the cart at any time. And this is straight from Austin Powers, like this kind yeah, of joke. Yeah, this yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, 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 it is. Yeah. But but man, they, the, the way they ended this gag just it made me laugh because I kind of predicted what's going to happen. Sure, yeah. and that made it that it that made it even funnier. Man, anytime you blow up people, all of a sudden I'm down with that. I like, they blowed up real good. They blowed up real good. Plus, you know me, man. I always appreciate a good dummy. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> they even tried to make them look like those two guys. They, they stole those out of a window at the department store. <laughs> they should have did those mannequins. Yeah. <laughs> you put a dummy in there, a good dummy, I always appreciate they that. They might as well be crash test dummies. <laughs> yeah, they did like that. Um... Uh, the movie gets 
very cartoonish to the point where it becomes a cartoon. You know, he turned into an anime character at that point. Speed lines behind him and everything. Some gags go on too long. Especially when they're, you know, trying to appeal to the dudes in the crowd. Like the cat fight scene they had in here. You know how much this shit costs? How much does this shit cost, you disco queen? All of this. How dare you? Well, now we get Looney Tunes with this. Man, I, I've changed in 20 years because when this, I saw this when the movie came out, that scene wasn't long enough. <laughs> and then when yeah. I watched it today, I was like, all right, all right, we yeah. can move this along. Oh, no, it's, it's still too short for me. I'm just, <laughs> I mean, for the sake of comedy, it's a little too long, but for Corey Coleman, I'm kind of all right with this. Look at here. No, pacing wise, it's too long. But everything else is right. <laughs> All right with me. You know, some jokes are obvious. I mean, they work, I guess. I mean, you, don't, you know, it works for the theme of the movie. It's just, it was just like, all right, you know, I don't, I don't know how you would have rewrote that or if you, or if it shouldn't be in the movie at all. But some things are, are very obvious. Like he has an afro, so he uses afro picks as throwing stars. <laughs> You don't want to mess with me, man. It's like, all right, you know, it's, yeah. I guess that's funny. You know, it's, 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 it's not, but. No, <laughs> it's, it's not. No, it's the, and then some are, some are groaners because the movie just stops to say, ah, see, ah. See, uh, they go through these different clocks. They got oh, okay, Chicago yeah. time, something time, and then colored people time, which is a, a, a thing, a joke within the black community. Chris said, within the black community, shit. That's a, that's a thing. <laughs> hey, uh, honestly, every ethnic group has a version of colored people. Yeah, so. sure. White people, we arrive way too early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to wait. You know, honestly, it, it, it is a thing. <laughs> that if I'm going to meet my friends and if they are white, I know I got to show up. That's right. You know. <laughs> yes. Not a little bit early. Yeah. Like, they're going to be there waiting already. So. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. That's why I would tell... Uh, I would tell Mia, you know, I was like, you know, if you if you're gonna argue with me, do it in the house. Don't come outside arguing, you know, screaming and hollering, cause they're gonna be saying, of course, it's the black house. <laughs> oh, I'm raising all that noise over there. Uh, somebody says DT time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Man, some jokes are just bad. I was like, you look, you did not need to have that joke in it. You should have wrote that out. I'm getting too old for this shit. Right, Donnie? Huh? Huh? I'm just like you, get it? <laughs> yeah. Some of it's, you know, some of it's so crazy. Like, the movie just started going nuts at the end. Like, some of it, it gets so crazy that it doesn't even make any sense. Uh, <laughs> like, this part, I mean, it's, it's kind of funny because... Uh, you know, the uh, uh, Neil Patrick Harris has been sort of the underdog of this movie the whole time. But his there's a part here in his scene where he just, this, this thing just gets insane. It doesn't make any sense anymore. I am not a sister! <laughs> Run, y'all. 
Standing there. So all of that right there is funny. It, it makes sense in context, but this is the crazy part right here. You know, do you know what I'm talking about? Okay, watch this. Why is his what, head? What's it green? Yeah, why is his why, yeah. why is his head full of Nickelodeon green slime or a guacamole? Like, why is it, yeah? Why is it green? Probably for the rating. Is this is this rated R? No, 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 it's not. probably that because if they had just like oh, your head just explodes, you know, oh. blood. I think but that then would he pulls some dude's vertebrae out. Yeah. Hey, you can get past. Okay, this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he got bloody, bloody hands. Right? That's yeah. fine. <laughs> a, ble- a beaten heart, but okay, all right. <laughs> somebody said fatality of it. Yeah. I like right. that. Yeah. I like that fake ass head they got there. <laughs> oh yeah, they, somebody did point out they they were all Mortal Kombat fatality. Uh, Mortal Kombat fatalities. That, that, yeah, yeah, no, it is. Maybe that's why. Maybe that was a character with green. But I think you're right. I think, you know, they couldn't go overboard. Yeah, yeah. It can only do so much. Yeah. It's crazy, though, still. No, I know. I mean, in a way, it kind of makes it funnier, too. It's like, they just made it green for no reason. White man go wild. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do white people really have green brains? Yes. No. (laughs) Well, no fact. Also, some of the humor is dated here. You want to look at some of the things that have changed. So I can see like a kid looking at today saying, I don't get that right there. You got sold. We're in. You know, that's an AOL joke, right? Oh, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff that's not as much as nearly as much as an Austin as a Mike Myers movie. But yeah. there's some things that are just topical mm-hmm. that aren't going to age. And yeah. and it's funny looking up the, uh, the trivia on it. A lot of what people wrote as trivia is just like, oh, this reference is this, and this reference is this. I was like, yeah, yeah okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know, I'm old enough to like, I knew when I was watching it, so it yeah. ain't nothing special. <laughs> well, so a like, lot of kids are gonna read that. Right, right. They're like, oh, then when they said this, it was taken from a Prince song. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but again, you know, a lot of kids, oh, they see it today, they're not gonna know. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm just making note of the fact that like what counts as trivia is just things that were uh, just like, yeah. yeah, they were just jokes at the time. Uh, I get you. Also, you know, they make references. I'm sure, I don't know, you tell me. Do you think, do you think uh, any kids would get this joke today? It's Macy Gray with pork chop sideburn. Macy Gray with pork chop sideburn. You I think mean, Gen Z would actually? Uh, I mean, oh, if you know, they've uh, seen Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, oh yeah, that random lady from uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, that was weird. It's <laughs> funny at the time, but Macy Gray's not really, you know. Yeah. They didn't yeah. take off like people thought she right, was. So, right, right. No. I mean, she did for a bit. But. So but she tried. Yeah. No, she tried. did. No, she had. No, they, oh, yeah, they, they pushed her hard. Mm-hmm. Like in Spider Man, mm-hmm. yeah, they stopped the movie for her. Training Day? Training Day, yeah. She was an act, yeah. She was actually, she's pretty good in Training Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was good. I want to see that warrant. <laughs> <laughs> um, but amidst it all, what keeps the movie. What keeps the movie in the realm of being a, you know, a, a, a good film is that. Throughout the movie, it'll, it'll keep dropping smart jokes and smart gags. Mm-hmm. You'll get silly stuff like that, and then they'll do something that's really clever, or pretty, you know, a pretty intelligently written joke. Name one thing the Republican Party's done for black people. One! <laughs> what? They were the party of Lincoln. They stood against the tyranny of oppression by leading the call for the Civil War and forced passage of the Emancipation Proclamation, which freed the slaves. I named two things lately. <laughs> <laughs> Again, a lot of that is because of the delivery between both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gary Anthony Williams is, there, is very underrated, man. Oh, absolutely. He, is, he always has been. Yeah. 
And a lot of the jokes and ideas and tone, a lot of the silliness is actually coming from the uh, an extension of the animated series. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a lot because the, the series was like that. It was it was way more exaggerated, but they take a lot of that from the cartoon. Um, and, and even some of the, the nice touches that they do here are from the cartoon, like the barbershop being a front for the Brotherhood. Holy Funkadelic, this is some kind of secret organization you have here. I mean, look at all this high-tech spy equipment. Look, you got clippers. <laughs> You're like, yeah, keep talking. <laughs> TCB activator. I mean, your only competition must be the KGB or the FBI. <laughs> Boy, his teeth are about to run out of his mouth. <laughs> his skull is about to pop out of his mouth. Uh, that was in the web series, but that comes originally from Nick Fury from the 60s. What, going to a barbershop? Oh, from yeah. the comics, yeah, the comics, yeah, 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 Shield, yeah, yeah. That was how you got to S.H.I.E.L.D. You yeah. went to a barbershop, yeah, really? right. a chair, right. and took you to the underground oh, nice. base. And they even pranked people on that. <laughs> I remember, like, didn't, didn't like, uh, like Wolverine did that for, like, Winter Soldier and pranked him or something, like, I want to say, yeah, in any case, but, yeah. <laughs> and while this is a pro-black film, I could see, not, not a lot, but I could see some people saying, well, you know, it's kind of anti-white too. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's it, what, what this is doing is really talking about how racism and ignorance just keeps people apart. You know, it's the dumbest thing. And how goofy it is. And yeah. how goofy it is and how people, you know, if we just get over, you know, all the dumb shit, we'll, we can all be, you know, just blending together, working together, living together. Just, you know, just ignorant ass people that keep us apart. Little by little, we're blending and merging until one day we're all going to be one united people living and working and dancing together like the news or Ali McBeal or the people that work at Saturn. Yeah, Gen Z is like, you lost me near the end. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. lost me too. <laughs> yeah. But that's what, and that's even what the cartoon did. Cartoon was, was saying the same thing. Oh. <laughs> Undercover brother, thank God you're on our side. Look here, Chief. I look forward to the day when neither blacks nor whites have to go undercover against each other. Well, you can tell that was recorded on a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> that audio. But yeah, so it's, it's very true to the it's very true to the web series when you think about it, when you look at it. So while some things might not work, it is staying true to, to the source. And as I said, you know, this is a this is a very bold and outspoken movie. You, you you wouldn't notice that probably because uh, because of uh, of all the comedy and the goofiness that goes on in this film, but for its time, I think it was kind of a little bit ahead of its time. You know, this is the movie that people today when people talk about, I'm tired of struggle movies. This is the kind of movie that we talk about, mm-hmm. we want to see. Yeah, you know, a movie that's entertaining but also has something to say and speak some truth, and is strong. You know, so I, I you know I would I would uh, if you haven't seen it, I would recommend very much, very much you check it out. Uh, and I do think it's a very good movie for Black History Month. Hey, and if nothing else, uh, you can see Chris Catan get eaten by a shark. With, <laughs> with, uh, Afro picks with Afro pigs in his ass. <laughs> All right, see you later. And well, there you go. Well, also, we didn't mention uh, Sister Girl, who's played by Ingenue Ellis. Uh, who we've seen recently in uh, Lovecraft Country as Hippolyta, oh. and she was uh, Venus and uh, Serena's mom in the uh, Will Smith movie. Uh, oh, was, uh, was that her? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That was her? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
I know. And you know, the cool thing about this is that she does have one line because it's called the Brotherhood and, you know, everything's male oriented. But they do give her a line. She's like, hey, listen, you know, strong black woman here. <laughs> I don't like all this man shit. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, man. She's very good. I didn't know that was her, though. She's fine as hell, too. Do you always have to say that, Corey? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. It's a compliment. You ignore the whole review and only bring up to mention that she's fine. <laughs> but there you go, folks. Anything I want to add? No, no. I, I, you know, to this day, I still enjoy the the movie. I mean, yeah, there, I mean, some of the references are dated. Of course, of course, it will be. It's a movie that's twenty years old. Yeah. But, and yeah, not every single joke lands, you know, because comedy's you know very subjective. But yeah, I mean, I laughed at most of this stuff, and it's it's fun, and it's a, it's a, a film that both parodies and it pays homage to you know films of the past, lack of expectations. So that's great. So yeah, I like it. I mean, if I would give it a rating, I don't know, like a high matinee. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah. I'd get a hot mad name. I remember liking it back in the day a lot. But yeah, you know, I'm being fair. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work all the way through. But I, but I would still give it a hot mad name. Yeah. I think it's a perfect rating right I, there. I, I, I think the same thing. It's just it it has a brain, and so often mm-hmm. a movie like this doesn't. Yeah, and sure. then and then when you go into it, you're like, oh wait, these are actually funny, and these are great performers. And uh, and then anytime Dave Chappelle pops up, he totally steals yeah, his stupid. scenes. Yeah, he does. Man, I gotta also say that they. Again, on the technical side, I always talk about the technical side of things. There's a lot of this movie that's edited very well. There's a lot of transitions that they know how to they know how to do from scene to scene. They have one I thought was I didn't know what the hell was going on, and when they finally showed what was happening, I was like, "Oh shit, that was clever, man." <laughs> I was like, "What's that ringing?" Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was really good, man. The way he did that, it was uh, it was a uh, uh, sister, wasn't it? Undercut, uh, sister was, girl, so sister girl, mm. staring at Snow Bunny, whatever her name is. It's mean mugging her down, and the whole time you hear this fool screaming in the background. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good, man. So yeah, check it out, man. It's a, it's a lot. Of, it's a very fun film. Like I said, I think it's a little bit ahead of its time. <laughs>